welcome back to making video your business. We hope that you'll enjoy some of our stories, shared experiences, and the insight from some fantastic guests. Without further ado, lights, camera, action. Today, I'm joined by my friend, Elaine, um, who runs an interiors business, um, project managing large scale property redevelopment and uh, dressing for sale. So Elaine, thanks for joining me. It's my pleasure. Thank you for inviting me, Chris. Talk to me a bit about um, Lemon and Lime and how it came into being. So Lemon and Lime came into being as a standalone business in 2015. Prior to that, I had been doing lemon and lime stuff effectively under my investment business. I was married to a developer for 20 years. Mostly he was developing uh, commercial property, building warehousing, that kind of thing. And when we, uh, when we split up and then divorced, I ended up with some residential property and, um, and a few commercial units four small children and it was 2008, 2009. So of course I didn't, at that point, I didn't really know anything about property because I'd been busy you know, kind of bringing up the kids. But what we had done um, while we were together was to redevelop, completely redevelop what had been a 15th century cottage that mm. had been added on to um, for a lot of years. And so I learned an awful lot about building, about managing builders, and crucially about drains, um, and how to get water into a house and out of a house, which always seems to me the first important thing. Sure. Um, and so when I found myself on my own with the kids, had to make a living, had this chunk of property, I started doing effectively what we would now call dressing or staging my rentals to get the best tenants yeah, and to the get best, best prices and best yeah. prices, all that kind of thing. A couple of friends came to me, said, could I help them with sales that they were doing? And then as time went on, more and more agents started coming to me saying, could you please just tell my seller that I can't sell the house looking like that? Mm. Could you just come and help me? Um, come and have coffee and see what you think. And then you can talk to me and then I can talk to them. And this kind of went on until I thought, blow me out to start and some money out of this. Yeah. Um, which was then when Lemon and Lime was set up. I've got a really good network. I've got a good network of estate agents. I've got um, my architect acted as a mentor for me for, for a while. He knew my kind of drains obsession <laughs> and um, really helped me. And it's enabled the business then not just to do staging in the way that um, other stages do it mm. in the UK, mm. Critically, what it's allowed us to do is to pitch up much bigger properties, much higher end properties yeah. in need of significantly more help than the average uh, kind of staging of project course. Yeah, would yeah, be yeah, for yeah, many yeah. other people. So you've um, been operating now since 2015. Mm. Is that how you would describe yeah. it? Yeah. Where do you find your business now in terms of scale? Let, talk to me about um, your team. We've now grown to a team of 12 employed people yep. and we have a big team of contractors that will both 
do the building projects, so the renovation things that we need to do, the painting, the decorating. But they're the contractors that I've worked with for a long time. So they're absolutely reliable. The majority of their business comes through us. So if I call them, then they just need to know, you know, do you want me to do it this week or next week, which is massive in the business yeah, that we're in. Particularly with tradespeople now, because they're under so much pressure, because as not as many skilled tradespeople as there once were. So you've now got this business that I think is quite exciting because I like houses, as you know. <laughs> um, you dress spaces after project managing large things. And I've seen, and yeah. I've been fortunate to go out to a couple of the ones that you've done. Yeah. Um, where do you procure stuff? I'm guessing all over. Um, and what sort of scale of properties can you dress? We can dress anything so we our average project is about 4000 square foot you you've seen some of the larger uh, bigger and, yeah. version yeah and um so 10000 12000 square foot is fine in our world that it's not unusual in our world we do much smaller properties. Sometimes we do tiny things. We aim to specialise in country properties. Period. We don't. Yeah. yeah, period, country homes. Every single property that we do, we will make sure that we're doing a bespoke inventory for. We don't do packages. We will fully furnish, we'll part furnish, we'll take in just accessories and artwork if that's all it needs. Yeah. We don't mind whether they whether the seller is still living there or whether it's an empty property. We'll do the whole range. And we are very, very good at taking the older family who have grown up in that house and all the treasures that they've accumulated in the barns, in the stables, in the in the house, in the attic, and translating that into a fabulous sale for a very, very different buyer group. Because mm. that gap now between the seller of a country home and the buyer of a country home is bigger than it's ever been. So post-COVID, it's bigger than Massive, it's ever yeah. been. So obviously your business is very visual. Mm. How have you seen the use of video content across the board mm. in your industry and in your business change and how are people doing it well? When we started out, video was not really common, I think, in in the time, even though we were in a very visual industry, I don't think video was especially common. We were struggling enough at that point in 2015 to get good photography. Um, and I think that the, what's dramatically changed, and I think for, for most industries as well, is COVID. And that dramatically changed how people both were able to market their own businesses and, in our case, how they marketed properties. And that's made a, such a big difference. It's almost, you know, we're almost a completely different world apart. So there are two areas, I think, that are really important for us in terms of the video content. Now, one is um, encouraging, sorry, another word sprang to mind, but encouraging our estate agents to make sure that the properties that they're marketing, once they've been staged and once they're ready, once they look amazing, how they then get that message 
from what we've created within a client's home out to the perfect buyer. And that video there is absolutely crucial. So we spoke earlier, you know, property tours about um, about the coming soon, for example, the, the generating of excitement as well as capturing visual content in this home, the lifestyle content, getting it out to the perfect buyer and curating not just the staging, mm. but also how the video is then um, uh, is then sent out to the perfect buyer. So that's one aspect of it, um, which is almost the kind of the, the, the glamorous end. You know, we've done the bit that everybody says yeah, we do, create the glamour and then... The video showcases the all of that, yeah. the glamour. But getting that, I think the, the really important bit and the bit that has to be done well in that is targeting the right audience mm. for the video mm. in the same way that we've targeted a particular audience for the staging, the video also has to target that the audience. Right buyer, it's yeah. not the just the right a, demographic. Yeah. yeah, the right demographic in the right way, mm. because sending out video, you know, sending out video isn't just sending out video any no. more than sticking a couple of sofas in a, in a sitting room. Is isn't just staging, still, yeah. yeah. No, it's, <laughs> you're right. I think how video is used is as important as why and where. I think it's it's crucial to be thinking, particularly at your end of the market, where if you're dressing country homes, you know, are those potential buyers on TikTok? Maybe, but probably not. Mm. Are they on Instagram? More likely. But are they wanting to engage with something that's super quick? You know, if you're looking to add huge value, you know, are you putting that video content somewhere where it can be engaged with you know is it longer form is it got drone work has it got beautiful cinematic feel to it are you really selling the lifestyle of the property the staging and also you know does the video do it justice effectively i think that's really important what do you think has been one of the biggest changes you've seen visually in the market over the last two years um i think that's a really good question I think the good agents that we work with over the last couple of years have come to realise the power of doing both short form and long form video mm. um, and the coming soon. So, for example, standing outside a property that isn't yet, you know, we might still process of staging it it might still be having some decorating done but you're maybe a week or two weeks away from a launch to right move but the um but the agents are savvy enough now to be standing outside and to be saying look i've got this amazing home coming to the market in the next couple of weeks give me a call and i'll tell you a bit more about it and i think that's that's changed yeah that's a, a real change yeah a yeah. real change and also then the longer form video tours because of course during covid mm. where people couldn't just go it was the only parties, thing it was yeah. the only thing and as you've rightly said previously um people might quite well be moving a, a significant distance they don't mm. want to drive any longer they don't expect to drive any longer 200 miles to do a first viewing on a property and they get there and they realize that actually it's, it's not, not suitable it's not yeah. fit for what they need yeah. and so the so the video a good video a longer form video on the property 
city is then essentially creating the first viewing mm. and the second viewing and even the third viewing. You know, we were talking about they're going to take this video if it's something that they're interested in. They're going to show it off to their friends, to their partner, to their parents who might be coming to live in the annex in the world that Correct. we're in, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. all that. Or even part thing, funding it. Or even part funding it. And all of that is really, um, you know, the, the video is absolutely vital. Before they that. even get there. Before they even Correct. get there. Yeah. yeah. What, um, we've made some video together. Mm. And um, now that you're in your mid thirties, um, <laughs> I, I guess, I guess. <laughs> This sort of marketing for your business mm. wasn't commonplace 10 years ago. What have been your feelings, your personal feelings around getting in front of the camera? How did you feel about doing that? And did you have some trepidation initially? Because I know that a lot of agents and a lot of business people generally outside of property have this nervousness around being on film. Um, and being in front of camera, Did, would you say that was fair? I think that's I think that's absolutely true, and I think that um, I think that there are an awful lot of people out there who don't do video, who shy away from video, for exactly that reason. Um, for me, because I'm in my mid thirties, um, several times over now. I don't really care. Yeah. 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 <laughs> People think what they think. Yeah. That's yeah. fine. And that, I, I think that's the best mind. attitude. I really to have. don't mind. And yeah. um somebody said to me recently um that actually when we see ourselves on video or hear ourselves, um the problem is that it's we don't generally if we when we see ourselves we see ourselves in the mirror and of course in the mirror it's all kind of the wrong way around anyway so when we see ourselves on video we're talking on video we suddenly see all the mannerisms that we have and you know how we really look and how we really sound and we go oh i don't like that i'm not going to go on video again but actually everybody that's seeing that video has seen you like that for the last 30 years. years. <laughs> yes. 30 years. So they kind of Correct. know that. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, so as long as I, the only thing I do wish that you had, Chris, is is makeup artist, because I of would course. love to have somebody do that for me before I can. Well, if I, <laughs> if we can keep growing, I'll employ one. Fabulous. One, so I'm looking forward one, to that. <laughs> one day I'll employ one. Um, but yeah, I think, yeah, I mean, because, you know, we're not, we're not, we're not that scale yet, but maybe one no, day. But maybe one day. So, so yeah, I, I, I think that, um, I know the first time I ever heard myself, you know, somebody, when you could record yourself with a, um, uh, something plugged into your video, uh, yeah, not yeah. your video, your cassette recorder, yeah. I think, and you could play your, play your, your voice, voice back. back. Yeah. I think that was just the worst. That was absolutely the worst because, you know, I, 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 I sound much posher than I hear in my head. In my head, I still hear my um, Norfolk accent, sure. but largely that's kind of you know, it's gone. Um, it's largely gone, and and I think that was the scariest bit. But after that, if you want to sell what you do, if you want to communicate what you do to the people who are your clients or the people that you just want to have a conversation with. It's not optional these days. Yeah. You've got to get over it. What would be your top tips, your top three tips for agents looking to transform their fortunes in a in what's currently 
a slightly tougher market than we've had over the last sort of 18 months, 24 months. What would be your top three tips for agents? Um, my top three tips for agents would be to slow down, prepare a property properly for the market and prepare a seller properly for the market. And when I say slow down, two weeks, just give it two weeks, get the property tidied, styled, staged, whatever it is that you need to do, get the buyer really bought into the process. And then once that's been done, then make sure that you get the marketing right. And a huge part of that marketing is getting the video done, getting drones up. If it in certainly in our world, you know, if there's no drone footage that positions the property within its land or within a within a town, if it's a you know, if it's in um if it's within a town, just get that marketing right. So it's the video the photography and the and the copy mm. so that the the everything is targeted to sell this property but i think so many agents rush at it just want to get it on the market want to get it on the market at a particular time of year and i think all that's gone now you know mm. it's much more level market yeah you know the seasonality is still there but not to anything like the same extent and getting the marketing right is much, much, much more important than than just hurling into it. And then I think my top tip to a seller would be to actually be prepared to pay mm. for great marketing, for an agent that's willing to do great marketing to, to get the video right, to get the photography right, to get the staging right, obviously in the opposite order. But, of course, yeah, of course. But to be prepared to pay for that, to regard that as an investment and then to realize that they'll then be able to realize their best sale mm. not just a sale yes. or not a sale in the current market yeah correct yeah elaine thank you so much for your time i really appreciate you making the trip sears and i wish lemon lime increased success uh, and i hope to work with you more well i look forward to working with you more going forwards chris Thanks, thank elaine. you <laughs> Thanks for listening. We hope you've enjoyed our podcast and that you can join us again for more hints, tips and advice about making video your business. Let's cut there, guys. Thanks.